0: What's going on? What's the word? It's your boy B with the Purpose Driven Risk Podcast, where we help everyday people take risks with a purpose. And um, I'm excited today because, one, it's a solo podcast where I get to just rant, get up whatever's on my chest off my chest, you know what I mean? But I do want to let you know that I think this will be an important podcast. Um, I want to talk to you all about what it was like for my wife and I to purchase a, a home, and um, kind of like that journey. I'm not going to cover everything. I just kind of want to summarize some things um, and make sure I can give you all um, some practical steps on how you can take that risk if you're wanting to take that risk into purchasing a home and why it's um, one of the best things and best decisions that we ever we've ever made. Um, so what was happening is I'm taking you to 2019. 2019 is uh, or like Dece- Actually, let's go to 2020. So. 2020 in january is when my wife and i got married um i love you babe one of the best decisions i've ever made to date still um so but yes we got married in january of 2020 and when we got married uh we actually uh i don't want to say eloped but we just went to the courthouse right we still had a, a, a actual ceremony later that year in december but it was january of 2020 and um we pretty much, she had her own apartment. I had my own apartment prior to that. And then when we got married, we actually moved in together. Right. Um, and so she had her stuff like her apart, you know, her, um, couch, you know, bed, like all her personal things. And I had the same. Um, so we got a two bedroom, two bath, and we decided to just like combine everything. Right. Um, and so when we did that, um, it was cool, but everything was like, not matching. Like it was just like, it looked just like thrown together. Right. Um, But we made a decision. The reason I tell you that is because right prior to that, we made a decision. We were like, Hey, if we get an opportunity to purchase a home, like, would we want to jump on that? Would we want to do that. Right. We're now taking, you know, combining our finances, which is something that, you know, we had already talked, talked about prior to was like, Hey, are we going to keep things separate? You know, some people do that and no shade towards them that's just their decision right but we wanted to double up so to speak like hey like you 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 have a, a great job making some great money i have a great job making some great money like let's combine and see how we can really um you know change the course of our lives as quickly as possible um so Reason I say that is we didn't want to buy any new furniture, right? Even though we were like, oh, man, we really want to deck this place out. It's our first place, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but no. Nah, no, nah, we we were dead set on making sure that um we can pretty much set ourselves up um to purchase a home if the opportunity presented itself, right? We didn't know when that would be, but uh, we were preparing ourselves. Man, that's, that's a, listen, that's a word for somebody right here. Like you have to do the prep work and be ready to receive if you want to, you know what I'm saying? If you really want to get, um, you know, get greatness and achieve greatness. So, um, and then receive that blessing. But anyway, now we're at the point where we also have to plan our wedding, So we're like, okay, wait, 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 what's going on here? So we're planning our wedding and trying to put money away to purchase a home. This is all 2020, right? Our wedding date was set for December 6th of 2020, um, the actual like ceremony date. Um, But we had, you know, gotten married earlier that year in January. So now we're able to, you know, we've combined our finances, but we're trying to pay off. And we did, um, thank God, pay off our wedding. Cash. Like, we didn't have to use any credit cards. We didn't have to take out any loans. Um, You know, we didn't have, we didn't ask any of our parents for any money. Um, And although uh, um, our parents did contribute a couple thousand dollars, but in total, you know, ourselves, I think the wedding cost $22,000. And then, um, you know, we ourselves covered the majority of that besides like a couple thousand dollars. Um, So, I say that to say all of that, I kind of wanted to just paint the picture of what we had stacked against us, right? Which is why I was letting you know, like, hey, we had just moved in. We just got an apartment. um, We didn't buy any new things because we wanted to purchase a home. And we also wanted to make sure that we paid off our wedding, paid for our wedding in full cash without going into debt, right? Those were two of the main goals in two thousand twenty when we first got married paying off our wedding without having to use any debt or going to any debt and purchasing a home if the opportunity presented itself now mind you this is like pre-pandemic even though 2020 was the pandemic that was that wasn't when the housing market was like going crazy as far as interest rates it wasn't doing that yet when we decided right we just said hey we want to make sure that if the opportunity presents itself so i don't want anyone here to think that we're real estate gurus we're not we knew nothing the only reason why we were able to uh you know make such a great purchase is because we had the best realtor in tampa her name is valentina um and uh i might even just drop her her information you know in the in the show notes or the caption or whatever um because she's like she's honestly, she's just the best. I don't really, I don't really know how to put it other than like no other realtors out here and her team doing what they're doing. Right. So, uh, but anyway, so I don't want to make it seem like we were real estate gurus and we just had a jump and we knew like, Oh, this is going to happen. Like, yo, we're about to capitalize on this. Like we didn't, but we were prepared. We were preparing, our- preparing ourselves just in case, right? And saying like, yo, we want to make sure. And so, you know, that if the opportunity presents itself, we're there. I say all of that to say, it took a lot of sacrifice, right? And the 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 main topic of this podcast is pretty much going to be small sacrifice for a big win. And a lot of people think that sometimes you have to sacrifice like for years and you have to sacrifice so many things in order for you to get a big win. Sometimes it really takes a couple of small adjustments in a small amount of time for you to, you know what I'm saying? For For you to actually win. And that's what it was for us. So some of the sacrifices that we had to go through, right, was understanding that if we wanted to save as much money as we we needed, we had to cut back on some things. By that, going back to the apartment situation, we didn't purchase any new, any, I'm talking about pots and pans and all that stuff. We just took what we both had together, put it together and we're like, nope, this is what we're this is what we're going to use. I know I've had this couch for three years, babe, but let's throw this in the, in the living room. Let's put your couch. That's a pullout couch. Let's throw that in the second bedroom. We're not purchasing another bed. Uh, we had two beds. I'll sell my bed and that way we can, you know, use that money to, to, to save. Um, we did not go on any vacations that year zero 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 so um not only that um we also looked at our finances and said okay is there any way who has the best phone plan okay let's go with that person i'll come over to you right we said okay wait we don't need cable right we said listen I and and we like watching tv we're not people who don't watch tv but we understood like, okay, if we can sacrifice a $90 cable bill and maybe just get one streaming service, we're good. Right. We did that. Right. And this is during the pandemic y'all where a lot of us were just home, right? Like I was working remote. And so, you know, it was a great time for us to really get to know each other, especially, I mean, even though we had dated for five years, um, we still, you know, it's different, you know, living with each other. And so we were able to grow um, because we just, you know, weren't doing as many things outside. But, um, you know, we also limited ourselves on on shopping, right? So the amount of shopping that we wanted to do, whether it was on buying things for the apartment or buying clothes, um, we limited ourselves, right? We went ahead and we dropped whatever gym membership we have, we had, and we used the apartment gym. like think about this. These are all small things that can really add up month over month, right? So cable, ninety dollars, your gym membership depends on which gym you go to could be thirty dollars and up. That was per person, right? Then you got <clears throat> excuse me, um, then you got obviously just vacations. that is is pretty pretty, you know, expensive. And I'm all for vacations. like now, like don't I'm trying to be on vacation, right? But at that time, those are things that we cut out. Now, a couple other things we did. Um, we paid off debt at a crazy rate, like any extra money and the money that we were any extra money after saving for what we needed didn't go to like enjoyment. You know, like it went to, OK, hey, babe, like what is your debt looking like? OK, here's what my debt's looking like. And when I say debt, I don't mean student loans. Um, We do have student loans, but I meant just like paying down our credit cards. Um which now we we do have uh some credit card uh debt again, which we're we're paying down, but at that time we had eliminated um everything, and so that was another thing, like understanding that in preparation for purchasing a home, you want to make sure that your d t i is great debt to income um ratio is great, and all that means is your debt versus your income. They want to make sure you don't have so much debt that when they look at your income, it seems as if you can't really pay for the home because you have so much other debt that you have to contribute to every month. So one of two things that you can do, you can significantly increase your income. That way your debt doesn't look like it's a lot to pay, or you can decrease your debt in order for it to seem as if, okay, hey, he's making this income, but he has zero debt. So you know, I'm sure he could, you know, uh, and I hope I explained that right. I know I did, but you know, just look it up if you you know, but anyway, so that's what, that's the type of timing that we were on. Right. And so that sacrifice was about for a year and a half because we purchased our home in, we locked in on our home in December, like right after our wedding, mind you, we didn't go on, we didn't go on a honeymoon. We didn't even plan, we we tried, we sort of planned one, but then we were like, ah, we'll, we'll just wait. Mind you, this was the pandemic, right? So there wasn't a ton of places that we could go, especially in December of 2020, but we could have went somewhere. We could have done something, right? Um, And so we were like, nah, like, let's just, you know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll have our time to do that. We were dead set, like, no, this is an opportunity we can't pass up. And now at this time, when we're getting ready to lock in in December, now we're starting to realize, wait, this is really the best time to buy a home because um, of how the interest rates were going. I was like, wait, what? So, right. So we're getting educated from our realtor. We're first time home buyers. So we're like, okay, we need to strike now. Right. Um, And so at that point um, we had locked in our interest rate, right. We didn't actually move in or close on the home until the following year 2021 which was may of 2021 but or like late april or early may but nonetheless we had locked in on that in december so from january of 2020 when we got married when we officially got married all the way until um you know march excuse me um yeah. Like April, when we closed, when you have to obviously pay your money, we paid our deposit in like December, but the, uh, the closing costs and everything else was due at, um, you know, at the time, obviously that, that we actually moved in or when we closed, um, we were saving money and doing all of the things that I mentioned before and making all of those sacrifices. Now, another thing I went ahead, even though I had a great job. I was making great base salary and great commission. Um, Alex had an awesome job. Still, do, we still do, but at that time, I took myself, I took it upon myself to say, hey, I think I could start driving Uber. This is the pandemic. This is called sacrifice. I'm working eight hours a day. Honestly, sometimes more because I would wake up early, um, you know, and work. And then so maybe from like 7:30 to 5, I would get off at five, I would take a 30-minute break and then I would get out there and start driving Uber. Uber Eats, right? Um, it was the pandemic. Everybody and their mother were was ordering food. People who never even ordered out when, was now ordering food, right? Because, excuse me, because it was a pandemic, right? And so restaurants were open, but you couldn't go and sit down. So I'm like, okay, I know that I, not that I wouldn't drive, you know, regular Uber where you're picking up passengers, but I wouldn't have done that in the pandemic at all. Um, but I was like, I'll do the food. Why? I just drop it at their door, have no contact with these people. And they're tipping good because they're like, yo, I need food. So every day I would, not every day, I would say like Monday, Wednesday, and Thursdays, probably. Uh, sometimes even like the weekends as well. Honestly, I not every day, but at least three times, at least three times a week, I would go out and I would say, yo, babe. I'm about to go try and make some extra money. And it was good money. When I say good money, I did it for like just leading up to our wedding, probably like the October, November, December. Um, I did that for like three months and I probably made like over $2,000, probably, yeah, over $2,000. I would say like $2,500 and um, which to some people's like, ah, was it worth it? It was worth it to me. Why? Because I worked from home. So I didn't drive my car back and forth to work anyway. So the mileage that I would probably have used to drive to work, which I at the time I worked downtown or like not really downtown what some people call like Midtown or wherever. But I I would be spending that same amount of gas money to go back and forth every day for the week. Now I just use that on driving Uber. So it made sense to me. Right. And twenty five hundred dollars went a long way, especially for people who were paying off or paying for excuse me, not paying off, paying for a wedding. Uh, that was costing $20,000 I think we received $2,000 from our family members But everything else was paid, you know, by us So $20,000 for our wedding um, And then also trying to make sure that We're saving um, the money for the the down payment The closing cost um, And whatever else there was for, you know For the, um, to purchase the home And so To me it was worth it, right? So I just want to make sure – I hope I'm painting a good picture that you all are following um, to understand that now we get to the point where we purchased the home, right? This is May of 2021. Excuse me, May of 2021. And um, we're like, yo, this is great. My, uh, we purchased a three-bedroom, two-bath townhome. I just want to make sure. I don't want not be detailed, right? But um, And so it was a new build, new construction you know, we saw it get built. Um, and that was an awesome process because it was just down the street from where we were renting our apartment. And so I would drive by like some days and man, I I have to make another podcast about what it was like. And some of the things we had to go through, um, that I was going through, um, with my job as I was, you know, trying to purchase this home. That's like just a testament to like God really just working and performing in my life. But, um, but I would drive past and we would drive past and we would just pray over the house. we would be like, Lord, like, please help this house to finish as fast as possible. Like we just pray that this is the best decision, you know, for us. Uh, And so a lot of that was a, a lot of our anxiety around the house was, was, uh, not totally eliminated, but it was limited because we had prepared, right? It wasn't a rash decision. Like we had made sure that our credit was in amazing shape. We had made sure that we paid down as much debt as possible that we could outside of like student loan and car debt. Um, and so, um, and by the way, that was intentional because you want to make sure people want to see that you have a a car note. They want to see that you have, um, even if it's like a line of credit for furniture, um, a credit card, because there's all types of different credit, right? You have like, um, you have like your traditional revolving credit card, and then you have your installment loans, which a, um, a car loan is an installment loan, so that's different. And when you look, what makes up your credit score? it's making sure one of the things is making sure that you have a mix of certain types of credit. So when you receive a loan from the bank, that's an installment loan. Why? It's because it's not revolving. When you pay that loan back, you don't just get re-up the money that you spent, right? Versus a credit card, that's revolving because if you have a credit card for $4,000, you can use $4,000. Once you pay it off, you get the $4,000 back again. Um, So Anyway, but um we had made the necessary sacrifices. So now we're at the point where we're buying the home. Um and so we close, it's great, it's awesome. Six months after buying the home, our realtor contacts us and says, Hey, um, so I just want to let you guys know, um, you guys have about fifty thousand we get like this report or whatever, like, hey, you guys have about um I think she was thirty at the time, thirty thousand dollars in equity. We're like, really? I mean we just we just bought the home, right? You got to understand, the pandemic is taking its course. The real estate market is also taking its course and doing its cycle of like, okay, we got really low interest homes right now. And then this is 2021 and things are, it's becoming a seller's market and people are buying homes and different things like that. So now we're like, oh, okay. Okay, cool, cool. That's that's awesome, right? So now we're we 30K up. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, huh. Hey, we up? Hey, we up? You know what I'm saying? But um, then another another like couple months passed by. She's like, "Yo, listen, you guys are you guys are up about about 50, 50 to sixty k in total equity, right?" I'm like, "Yo, yo, babe, where we where you trying to go? Where you trying to go? We out, right?" Um, obviously it's 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 equity, right? It's not money that we have, right? But um, so. Then a year, a year, we get to a year of owning, the, of owning a house. This is, uh, this year, which is May of 2022. Um, cause we purchased the house in May of 2021 and they're like, yo, send us a report. Like, Hey, you guys are up $114,000. I said, you said, what? How much? I said, what? I'm sorry. You said what? Come again. Now. And I'll, I'm i going to explain in a minute why this was so major for, for us, and I believe it can be major for, you know what I'm saying, a ton of people out there. $114,000 in equity. That's crazy in a year, right? Um, It's crazy. And, it, and it's only going up, right? We expected to obviously, with the area that we bought in, it was strategic, right? Like our realtor, once again, Valentina, the Sunset team, y'all are different. Y'all are moving different. And I think the best thing that we loved about our realtor, she was relatable because one, she was a minority. Two, like, she was close in age. Like to us. I'm not saying that if you're an older realtor, you don't got the game unlocked. I'm just saying that the way that we spoke, the things that we wanted out of life, like she was so close to to the to the trajectory of the world in total. But anyway, so. We're like, yo, we thought that we knew that we would be getting some type of equity from, you know, this home. But we didn't know that quickly. Right. We're thinking like, oh, we'll be here for a while. You know, it's just us. We don't have any kids. So, you know, you know, eventually we'll have kids. This will be our home and blah, blah, blah. Right. And maybe five years from now, 10 years from now, we're going to see a crazy increase. And, you know, a year. Now I'm like, okay, hold on. Wait. Now we're in a space where we can change, we can change our lives, right, what do I mean by that, I don't come from a wealthy family, nor does, um, Alex, right, like, I come from a middle class, middle, lower middle to middle class family, and she does as well, lower middle to middle class family, and, and we had a lot of lower, lower times, right, for, for for me, um, but, I'm thankful for that. And I'm thankful for the, for the things that it taught me. Right. So I just want to paint the picture of like, we don't got, we don't come from money at all. Right. So everything that we had, we, we built like off of our own, um, dedication to what, to, to the, to the, to the plans that we had for each other. Um, and so I say that to say now, We're understanding that, okay, we have $114,000 in equity, and we also have about in student loans. Mind you, I told you we paid off our credit cards, but we hadn't paid off any student loans um, at all. That would have just been too much, right? Um, So at this point, we currently have, now we're in the year of 2022, um, May 2022. And right now, between Alex and I, uh, Alex is my wife. uh, Let me say Alexandra. Alexandra. Alexandra and I, um, we have, (laughs) we, we have a little bit over a hundred, actually it's like $120,000 in student loans combined combined. Um, and so, I mean, you have to understand like I, I did my bachelor's, my wife went on, uh, to do, she has two bachelor's and a master's, right? So she loves her, her field. She's doing amazing things. I don't believe that it was, you know, I, I guess I say that to say it's not student loans that was built off of like just trying things, not finishing school or whatever. Like, no, like it was a great path for both of us to take. And we definitely are, are seeing the benefits of having those degrees and having spent that money. And we had to spend that money because our family didn't have to just pay for a college in full. Uh, we're grateful that they helped, you know, us um, do, but we had to also take out loans, right? So, hundred a little bit over $120,000 in loans. Here's where things get interesting. That small year of sacrificing those things that we did, trying to make any much extra money that we could and pretty much pretty much eliminating any any financial bills that we didn't need to have, right? That small sacrifice for a year propelled us to purchasing a home that now can help us eliminate total debt in that student loan for those student loans. So I think that I just wanted to create a message about this topic because I think that often, more often than not, people think that like getting out of debt or achieving whatever goal you want to achieve is so far-fetched or, or it requires like seven years of like just sacrificing, seven years of not going out, seven years of just, uh, I don't know, working 12 hour days every single day for the next seven years. Like, yo fam, it, it's, it's normally not that it's normally a small sacrifice for a short amount of time, but you have to go hard with that and be really consistent within that time frame, And it can really propel you to a big win. So our small sacrifice propelled us to the big win of saying, okay, wait, we bought a home a year ago, May, 2021. Now we're up $114,000 in equity. So you're telling me we could refinance and use that money to like purchase another home and now, um, you know, start off, at, now become real estate investors and, you know, change the change the trajectory of our family into where now we're able to leave multiple homes for our future kids, or we can take that money, sell, we can sell the home take that money, and totally eliminate all debt. And now we have options. Or we could take that, refinance, pay off some some things here, uh, purchase another home. Like Now we have options. So what comes with the wins is options, right? When you're sacrificing, you don't really have a lot of options. But when you get that win, now you're like, okay, I can do a little bit. And a lot of time, a lot of our anxiety, a lot of our depression, a lot of our outlook on life that is just dim and, you know, grim or whatever, it's because we we lack options. Like we everybody wants to be able to say like, okay, now nah, I'm going to do this today and I'm going to go and like purchase whatever I want. Or uh, today I'm going to stay in. I don't want to go to work. Or hey, you know what? Like I want to take this vacation or I want this style couch instead of that style couch. Some simple things. I want to purchase this type of a uh, lotion instead of that type of lotion. Like, I know that seems simple, but when you don't have the finances, you don't have options because money is very black and white. Like two plus two is going to be four. If you have it, you have it. If you don't, you don't. And I think that I know for me, like, you know, I-, I have been depressed because of not being able to have options. I have been down and sad and angry, like, because I'm like, yo, like, I don't got options. Like I'm stuck. Like, this is what I'm stuck with. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just grateful that my wife and I were able to stick it out, that my wife and I were able to make those sacrifices, which I know were not easy. Like, babe, I know it was not easy, Um, especially because I am a person I have to me. I feel like I at the time when we got married, I had developed delayed gratification at a level that she wasn't at, um, you know, at that at that point. And so it really took a lot for her to make those sacrifices because she saw you know, something else, you know, for herself and not understanding like, yo, if we just lock in right now, yo, baby, you want that house? We can do it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you want that? Oh, we're going to do it. And it's closer than you think. Right. Um, so I guess closer than you think that's, that's, that's a good, it's probably a good title for this show. Like, yo, like if you make those small sacrifices, your big wins are really going to be closer than you think. And it only takes a year. Right For us, it was a year. It may take some people two years, three years. I still think that's a small sacrifice. Y'all are out here going to school for four, five, six years and don't want to sacrifice one year of your life to propel yourself to now making $114,000. Yes, I'm bringing it up because it's tangible, because it's real, because it can happen. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel as if um, I hope that you know I've been able to get my point across about just continuing to be consistent believing in your vision for yourself and being prepared like that's something I really can't even like when the opportunity presented itself we were ready it was just like oh yeah that's that's how much okay yeah I think we can do that because we weren't scrambling like oh shoot the market's about to like let's get some money together like and mind you we didn't know what the real estate market was going to do, we didn't know it was going to be a pandemic that caused all is that caused all of this. We just had talked about the fact that hey, here's what we have for our lives, right? And I'm not here to give relationship advice, but stop talking about where y'all going to be going out to the club to that night or what drink y'all like the best or like that stuff is so outdated and it has nothing to do with creating a a a, a relationship of substance, right? It'll be fun. But it won't last. you know what I'm saying because when you're stuck in the pandemic and like you and your husband you and your wife you and your husband or you and your you know girlfriend or whatever can't go anywhere now you got to look people in the face and be like, hey, what do you like about life And then y'all realize it's like, oh yeah, I don't want none of the same thing. so it was because we had those talks and we understood like, okay, our paths are aligned like and and they always don't right this is not the perfect relationship, you know, me and my wife but for the most part, our path was like, okay, yeah, we want the same things. Now the timeline of when that stuff would happen was different. Like I was like, no, we can do this now. She's like, oh yeah, I think we'll buy a house down the line. I was like, no, we can agree that we can have this now or in a very, like it, uh, um, very soon if we, if we lock in and sacrifice. So that's about it, man. I, I hope that, you know, like I said, this is um, a podcast that you all enjoy. If you have any questions. Uh, just personal questions about you know what it was like to buy a home. You know, DM me. I'm I'm an open book. I'm telling people what it really is. Like I'm not out here to sugarcoat Nathan. When I say Nathan, Nathaniel, Nathan, nothing. Like you know what I'm saying. So um, but also I'm definitely going to be leaving my realtor's information um in the comment section or the caption or whatever you, description whatever you call that. Um, and hopefully I'll get her on the show. Um, so that she can break down what it's like to be a first-time homebuyer or if you're an investor and you want to do that as well. Uh, But other than that, I love you all. Um, I'm going to have some more stories coming out, um, especially on like a little bit more detail on the process of like what we went through. Um, Not that it wasn't great on the realtor side, just like we were battling so many other things throughout that time. But I just wanted to give you guys just a summary of what it's like to make that sacrifice and come out on top and know that you're, like, you're not alone. Like You're not crazy to think that you want to cut back on stuff to help get you to where you need to go. Whoever's telling you that that's stupid or whatever, tell them, you know what, I don't even want to tell them what I would say. Just you tell them what you would say because I would say I, it's crazy. I always take it there because I don't want anybody telling me that my my plans and my vision and my thoughts aren't valid you know what i'm saying um because i talk to god and he talks to me and i do whatever he says he says do you know um so other than that this your boy b with the purpose of risk podcast coming at you helping you everyday people take risks with the purpose um i hope you hope you got some value from this make sure to go and like subscribe share like Come on, if you mess if you mess with your boy, like just share share my stuff, like don't don't make me have to hold on. Hold on okay, hey hey hey, all right all right. But listen, you can listen to it on Apple, Spotify, um, Google, Stitcher, Amazon, YouTube. I mean anywhere, like anywhere. If you have a laptop, if you have a phone, I like. I, I don't know. Like, like, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to access, um, you know, this podcast. I love you all. Thank you for the support. Um, and we're tuning out next time. We'll see you guys on the Purpose Driven Risk Podcast. Peace.